1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on the Google Podcast. Can't hear it? Can't hear it? Can't hear it. You're all
0: choppy and messed up.
1: How about now? Now I
0: can hear you. Oh. Listen, the further away you are from your phone, the worse it
1: sounds. Okay, so I'll sit just like this. You can hear me just fine. Okay. Well, kind of. You just broke up again, but. All right, well, let's try this production again. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, and TalkShoe.com. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joining me every week as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the to Greg. Greg, what's going on? Mike,
0: you sound absolutely horrible. is over your phone right now is a ridiculously quiet b there's like a chirping sound
1: in the background and c you're choppy as as ever oh man i don't even know what i don't even know what uh what what to do about that i mean let's try uh something different here okay.
2: No, not really.
1: What about what about now? Uh, I mean that that one sentence sounded okay, but uh, I guess we'll have to see what happens. Alrighty. So Monday Night Raw is in the books. What do you think of the show? On that part, I mean, there was a couple of there was one you know, one or two good segments on there. I mean, I was uh pretty impressed with one of the matches. We'll go over the matches uh as the show progresses, but um, yeah, I mean, Monday Night Raw has just not been doing it the last couple of weeks. I don't know what uh if they're still doing the same shit over and over again and. How's that work? You you do the same thing and expect different results or something? I I, I don't know if we can go off the show this way because it, it's, the sound quality is absolutely horrible. Uh, I mean, we may have to go back to old school where it's just, you know, not Facebook Live and try it that way because it, it, it's... All right, call, call me on the... I'll, I'll call you on the other one. All right, do the, um, like, like how we do the prediction show, the messenger. Yeah. Messenger. No video chat. All right. Bye.
0: Let's
1: see if it's going to work. Hello,
0: Greg. And Mr. Trivia, are you there?
1: Yes, I am.
0: And you sound perfect.
1: So do you. You're you're sideways, but you sound perfect.
0: Well, that's the way you have your phone. It has nothing to do with me.
1: I'm not on my phone. I'm on my computer.
0: Well, then it's your computer. It's not me. Oh. I mean, I didn't do anything except to answer my phone.
1: Oh, you know you have a tag on your shirt. Huh? You have a tag on your shirt. I
0: know. Okay. It's a brand new shirt. I like to but share That I'm debuting
1: today. I, I like to share it. Very nice. So I want to apologize for the people out there who uh, really couldn't hear us, but Greg and I are going to be talking Monday Night Raw. We're going to be talking the Royal Rumble, which is coming up next Saturday, which is uh, still unusual for me to get used to watching a pay-per-view on a Saturday. And, um, and then there's a independent PAPW show coming up on the 29th of January. We'll be discussing that uh, towards the end of the show. But um, so what were your hey, highs?
0: You you and I e, will well, get back to that later. All right. Um, go ahead.
1: So what were your highs and lows about Monday night? I know what the lows were, unless there were any highs. Um. Well,
0: I know there were a few highs, but they just, it, it, once again, I mean, they're really, I don't, I don't know if, if WWE is trying to separate them, themselves even more from AEW by really stressing on the world wrestling entertainment part of it. But I I, I look for the wrestling entertainment part. Right. You know, I don't look for... The stupid segments and shtick that they did. Sixty-five percent of Monday Night Raw. Up. Um, a couple of the matches were really good. Um, I wouldn't say excellent or great, but really good. Uh, I mean, Rollins, um, Lashley. I mean, we don't Lashley the powerhouse, but you know, the match that they had together um, showed a little bit more of. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. once you had to know going into the match that there was going to be outside interference, so it's going to end the match. I thought it would have been the Usos, but it wound up being the Hurt Business, and then the Usos after the match. Right. Um, so maybe that took a little away from it, but Damian Priest, Kevin Owens was really good. Um eight man tag match was really good. I mean the the women's tag match in the beginning was good. So the wrestling that they put on was good. There was just less of an hour of it from bell to bell action.
1: Yeah I think they're going a little too overboard with the entertainment aspect. Yeah. And you know like you said, you know the tag the women's tag team match which is which was a, I believe that started off the show, correct? Yes. Yes, and um, I want to give you my opinion on that. I thought it was a good match. Um, it, I would say that it ended the way I expected it to end. But do you th- do
0: getting
1: Yeah. Do you think that WWE is really putting? A lot of emphasis on Dewdrop, and do you think she has a real good chance to win the title at the Royal Rumble? Um, second part,
0: no. I, I don't think she has any chance at winning the title at the Royal Rumble. Okay. Um, once again, in, I guess we can say, true WWE form, I think there'll be some outside entity. I don't necessarily assist I don't necessarily think it'll be interference or whatever, but whether it be Liv Morgan and or Bianca Belair, somebody somewhere will get involved that'll cause this match to still make Dewdrop look quote unquote big. I know she's already big. Right. Um so I think they're they're trying to make Dewdrop look like a legitimate Opponent for Becky Lynch, and not a joke like she was with Eva Marie.
1: Right, I I totally agree. I uh, I was surprised when she came in to break up the pin that Becky was going for against Liv Morgan. Um, and then you know when she dragged her over to the corner and sat on her, it's like well that this is going to be uh interesting for the women's match. I thought it was a I thought it was a real decent match. I gave it a. A B-minus to a C plus.
0: I give it a straight-up C. Um, I don't think it was... It was the first 20 minutes of the show was great for it to be all the women, but I could have done without the promo in the beginning as long as it was. So if you had done five minutes of that and 15 minutes of the match versus pretty much 8 and 12, or 12 and 8, I should say, because the, the beginning ring promo was bigger that was longer than the actual match.
2: Right. And then
0: they had a fucking commercial in the middle of a match anyways. It just, the, you know, the, that's the one thing. Um, Matt, we'll get into that afterwards. All right. Um, <laughs> in Nuggie's News. Um, but yeah, I, I gave it a C to a C plus.
1: Okay. Second match.
0: Well next to have the, the K.O. show um with Seth Rollins. And I mean the two of them together, whether it be in the ring wrestling or on the mics talking, just go so well. Right. Um but
1: I'll let you take it from there and then into the match that, that came after that. Well I thought the KO segment with Seth Rollins was, was really good. I think if it came down to the brass taxes, I think they'd make a hell of a tag team. But I don't think they're going to put the two of them together, only because I think they have big plans for both of them down the road. Yeah. And um, it was just, um, I mean, I, I thought, like I said, I thought it was a good promo on both parts. Kevin Owens is good on the mic. Seth Rollins is excellent on the mic. You know you're going to get uh, good promos when those guys touch the microphones. So I gave I gave the promo a, a solid B plus.
0: A minus. How about the,
1: how about the match? Uh, the Damian Priest Kevin Owens match?
0: Yeah, because the promo left inch. That was part of the promo.
1: I thought, in my opinion, now this is where we differ a lot of times, but in my opinion, I thought it was one of the best matches on the show. Um Damian Priest is is you know carrying the U.S. title well. I was surprised to find out after the match that Kevin Owens gave him his first loss, first pinfall loss as a singles wrestler, which yep. makes me wonder if they're going to make. On well, the main roster.
0: Huh? On the main roster. On the main roster. On the main roster.
1: Right. Which makes me think, you know, maybe Kevin Owens is in line for a U.S. title run. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be disappointed if he got the title. I'd be disappointed that he beat Damian Priest because I'm getting to like Damian Priest. But um, I gave that match a, a solid B as well.
0: Okay. Um, from top to bottom, from the promo through the match, I give it a B plus. I And I don't disagree with you. I, I said as we opened the show that the match quality of the show was really good, and this is one of the matches that was really good. Um, I definitely could see them setting up, but I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Damian Priest, Kevin Owens, um, feud leading up to WrestleMania. Now, had that be the opening match of, of night two, you know, I mean, I could see that being an excellent match, and the two of them looked very well in the ring together when they fought. Yep. Um, then after that, they, you know, had a little, um, I don't remember which order it was, if they did the Vince McMahon telling Austin Theory that if he didn't beat Finn Balor, he was gonna beat the ever-living piss out of him, or if it was that stupid, idiotic, dumb, moronic Alpha Academy segment with Otis getting his diploma, and basically challenging Riddle and Orton to an academic battle. I don't remember which came first, but both were stupid, dumb segments that I didn't need to see. Right. At all. Um. I know they both happened before the next match. I'm gonna lump them together and say it was an F plus. Um. The, the Alpha Academy, RK-Bro segment was too long. And no offense, but who the fuck wants to see them in an academic battle? Right. I mean, it's almost as stupid as that Bianca Belair-Bailey obstacle course thing they did, where they had to jump over three-inch high hurdles. I, what the fuck? Yep. Um, then after that was the Finn Balor... Um, Austin Theory match, which I mean, surprising. I shouldn't say surprisingly. But I guess the surprisingly part, other was that Austin Theory won clean. He didn't cheat. Right. And this is Finn Balor, who just a mere months ago was, you know, in in a feud with John Cena and Roman Reigns for the Universal Title. Now he's dropping matches to Austin Theory. Right. I don't know. Confused. This I gave up, the match itself. I gave a B minus
1: two. Okay. That match for me. Uh, I don't know. I'm to me. I'm still not sold on Austin Theory. I mean, I don't. I think if he didn't have the backing from Vince McMahon, because we all know Vince is the one that pulls the strings, and uh, I. I see talent in Finn, in uh, Austin Theory. I just don't think. I think they're they're pushing him and bringing him up too fast. I don't think Finn Balor is going to job to the Austin Theory every time he faces him. Um, and like you said, you know, it was a clean win, which we don't see that very often. And I I gave the match a B minus.
0: Okay. How about the the two segments before it?
1: <sighs> it's about 10 minutes of my life I'll never get back. Um, the Alpha Cat. I mean, I love Riddle. I love the way he he acts on the mic and talks and everything else. But did you notice the look on Otis's face when Chad Gable said "academic"? Yep. Otis is like, "Oh God, I'm going to have to tell show these people how stupid I am too." And uh, you know, the RKO from Randy Orton was was pretty cool. Um, but I, 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 I'm not
0: gonna say I 100% guarantee you. But I will 90% guarantee it's gonna come down to a question that there is no chance in hell anybody, unless they have like an IQ of like 150 or above, right? Would know. And Otis is gonna have the answer to win. He's gonna miss
1: questions like what color is the sky? Right. Or what you color know, is it orange? You know, something
0: like that. You know, you know, what do they
1: fill a swimming pool with? Right. And then this last one will be what's the
0: you know, the square root of EMC squared times seventy-two minus the square root of of your weight. And he's gonna come up with a random number that's gonna be the exact the exact
1: answer. Yep. I could see that already going that way. Okay. Do you think that there's a possibility that RK Bro will somewhere down the line regain the titles, or will they go, no. in, or will they go in another direction with another tag team? I think
0: they'll go another direction,
1: with another tag team. Okay. I think it's going to be a street profits. Possibly.
0: Um. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe at. The next pay per view, they, they have a triple threat match or something. I, I don't know. I don't know how they'll do it. Maybe they'll have their feud until Royal Rumble. Then they'll move on after that. I'm not sure. Right. Then, speaking about something else they need to move on from, was the scheduled match of Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. You're up.
1: Oh i don't know you're right they need to move on from this i really wish that uh we're gonna see a nxt type rhea ripley now because rhea ripley was pretty brutal and pretty nasty in nxt um are they gonna are they gonna do something big with nikki i think if they get rid of her ash persona then they might be able to you know make something decent out of out of her career but as far as rhea ripley goes i think that they're gonna make her stronger now put her in a lot of singles matches but let them let her show them how she really can be i gave that whole segment with the tag team champions and everything coming out i gave that that whole segment everything Probably a C.
0: Okay. That that's a full letter grade higher than I gave it. Um I mean the, the best part of the entire segment was how hot Carmelo looked. And that that's that's a bad thing. Once again, that's what they did during the divas era that they got away from with the divas, you know, the revolution and you know, bringing up the women that they brought up from NXT and, and changing it to where the women actually wrestle. The whole Carmella thing is just, I'm beyond tired of it. I, you know, um, Zelina's playing the part of the of the queen, you know, good. Um, and it's better for them to focus on her outside of the ring than in the ring because, there's just not a lot to focus on in the ring. I, I get the whole thing with you know the whole Rhea Ripley, Mickey Ash thing, and, and how it's going a dog. Alrighty, I'm just not into it. Okay. Um, and then speaking of not, then speaking of not to win it, into it. Um, the next match was Omos versus Reginald or Reggie. Uh, there are a couple little segments in there, you know, beforehand with him talking with Dana Brooke and how he can do this, how he can do that, how he cannot get killed. Um, and I've already talked more about this match than the match actually happened. Um, to nobody's surprise, Omos, two moves, match was over. Um, and he put his foot on Reginald to, to pin him for the free, um, which brought me back to the old days with – want to say it was king kong bundy but i'm not 100 percent sure
1: king kong bundy had after, a
0: five the count. Count, after the three count was over you should demand a five count yeah i think that's something that maybe if you threw into omas's arsenal maybe would make his matches a little more interesting but i don't know it's just the whole thing was very uninteresting and stupid um, I
1: gave this a, I get this a C as CS and zebra because okay. um now is there a, is there a, a way you think of WWE possibly making somebody look too strong cuz I think that's what they're doing with Omos I mean it's, they're making it look like that this guy's an invincible monster that just put the title on him now because nobody's going to beat him I don't see anybody on this roster right now, well, he hasn't really got in the ring with anybody like Lashley or Lesnar or Big E or or anybody like that, but, I mean, it's just, the guy's just a monster, and I'm looking forward to seeing how he's going to do in the Royal Rumble, what number he's going to get in the Royal Rumble. Huh? A. The Royal Rumble. Oh, I think I think he'll get in. I think he'll declare himself for the Royal Rumble. And we uh, don't know. But I gave uh, I gave the whole segment a uh, a cue. That's good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um Then after that, they had the eight man tag, which was the Street Profits and the Mysterios against the Dirty Dogs, and then Apollo and Aziz. What'd you think?
1: Dirty Dogs, I still love that tag team. I love Dolph Ziggler, love Robert Roode. I can't say they've come a long way because they've been at that level since they teamed up. They're they're former tag team champions. Um, Apollo and Aziz, you can tell they haven't really worked well. They they haven't really worked much together as a tag team. Um, Right. The Mysterios, well the Mysterios are the Mysterios, and you know, I kinda kind of expected a, a good match, quick match. I can't say quick match, but I mean it wasn't a, a fast match, but it was a, a fast-paced match. And um and then at the end of the match, Ray showed Dominic, hey, it's every man for himself in the Royal Rumble. And he tossed his own kid out over the top rope along with the street prophets and
0: well, yeah, they threw the street Profits over yeah. first. Yep, and then he threw his son over. Yeah,
1: I gave um, I gave that match a, a, C, a, a C plus.
0: Okay, um, I like. I mean, I I'll agree with you on a on eighty eight percent of everything you said. Um, I mean, I gave the overall match a B minus. Um, I would have given it a B. B if at the end Dominic threw Ray over, as if to say, "Hey, Dad, you know, we're all, you know, it's it, we're all on our own." I, I think it would have been a little bit funnier, or a little bit, you know. Right. Oh yeah, you know. Remember, you know, just because you're my dad doesn't mean I won't throw you over. I, I don't know. I think that would have gone
1: over a little better than. I think Ray it would given the fans a shock factor too. Uh, i think it would have gave the fans the shock factor too
0: well, yeah yeah i mean you know once the street prophets got thrown over thrown over you know one of the two guys was gonna get thrown over right um and, and the reason is it's just the whole apollo commander Aziz, i i just think that like you said they're just they're not a tag team you know, they're they Apollo with Commander Aziz coming down. It, it was like almost seeing Omos and AJ. It's just they're not a tag team, right? Um. So, so what they can do, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I I agree with you.
1: I mean, Aziz really doesn't have much. He really doesn't have much work in the ring, right? And Apollo, I mean, Apollo's, you know, he's a good talent. He's better on the mic. Yep. I think they should leave him as singles. Don't put him in any tag team with Aziz or anybody else. Totally and, agree. And let him um, let him just flourish as a singles wrestler.
0: Totally agree. All righty. And then with the last match, the main event of the show, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, um, what do you think?
1: Great. I thought it was a great match. I mean, other than the ending, I really thought that the match was, was real good. I mean, it went to, sh- like you said earlier, when we talked off it, uh, off the air, because we, you know, everybody knows we do talk every day during the week. And um, it didn't make either one of them look weak going into their title matches at the Royal Rumble. Trust me. You know. No, but I, I don't think there was a, a a decision in the match, so it didn't make.
0: Uh... Um, technically, Bobby Lashley won by disqualification. Oh, okay. That Bobby Lashley.
1: Okay. Yeah, but it made it, but it it made it look good for both guys not to look bad going into the Royal Rumble. You know, taking yep. the loss with them into the Royal Rumble. So I gave, I gave the match a B. Yeah, I gave it a good, strong B+. Um,
0: I mean, heads or tails as to whether this was the best match of the night or Damian priest Kevin was the best match of the night. I'm not going to argue against anyone that said either the two matches were the best match of the night because, to me, those were the two best matches of the night. Um, I know know we started on Facebook Live. I'm not how many of them saw the Seth freaking Rollins shirt, um, but, you know, um I just I, i''m I, every time I see Seth Rollins in the ring and then on the microphone he just oppresses me even more
1: okay and then there was one other segment with Maurice and um oh, yeah
0: I mean, that I was, went right by that. I totally forgot about it. That, yeah,
1: well, that that goes to show you it wasn't worth talking about. He <laughs> went right by it. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you can go first. Uh, was I surprised at how how it? Um, I'm right
0: here. He froze in my end. Oh, there's back. And, um, well, you were on my end. You were gone.
1: Am I still? Am I back now? On your end?
0: Obviously, because I'm talking oh, to you.
1: Obviously, okay. Um, I gave this. I gave the segment a D. I mean, okay. mean, I didn't think it was that great. You know, Marie <laughs> snuck up from behind her, hit it with the hit it with the purse, which had a brick in it. Um. It was all a ploy, Miz coming out to, to distract Edge and the whole nine yards. And I just think this is just going to make the two of them more pissed off for their match. And it's just going to be, I think it's just going to be an annihilation in that match. Yeah. So I, I yeah. but I gave the segment a D. Uh, I
0: think we both said it on the last show or maybe just in a conversation. Um, I, I mean, not giving away any spoilers for the prediction but i could see it ending with best pick miss yep um you know it'll be a spear and then a glamazon whatever glamazon bomb whatever they call it um
1: oh the glam slam yeah, yeah.
0: that's it. that's it yep um i don't know i kind of like glamazon bomb better maybe i'll rename it yeah maybe um, i mean hell they they fucking renamed walter I
2: know. um
0: Dumber things they've done. I I gave that segment an L as in um, loser because I think we're all um, losing a few brain cells every time we see this interaction between the four. I don't care about this match at all. Um, If you wanted to have the feud between Edge and Miz carry on, that would be fine. But to make it a mixed tag match, I just... I'm really hoping that it like during the middle of the Royal Rumble so it could be my quote-unquote um, throw a pizza or two
1: in the oven and, and go to the bathroom and not really miss anything. Well, what I was just um, going to say to you was what are the chances of this being the opening match at the Royal Rumble and getting it out of the way? Not a chance. They don't do that, Mike. You know that. They never do just
0: a let's get this out of the way match to start. It's always a big match in their eyes. I right. mean.
1: Yep. I mean, um, you have, it's called the Royal Rumble. Why not have the Women's Royal Rumble first?
0: Uh, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe not. Um,
1: but we got another week to decide what we're going to make for our first match anyway and see what they're going to come up with. So. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. But overall, I mean, the wrestling aspect of the show, I gave a B- to the entertainment aspect of the show um, i gave an h as in horrible to so overall i gave monday night raw a d plus to a b minus to a c minus
1: all right i i agree with you on the wrestling aspect i agree with you on the entertainment aspect i gave the entire show a d so I really hope that they're gonna pull out all the stops for next Monday for the go home show. But yeah. we'll have to see. So as we're done with Monday.
0: Well, next, next, next Monday um will be the first Monday night where there I mean this past Monday was the wild card game for the NFL. The week before that was the college football championship. Next Monday, they just go up against regular. regular broadcast TV. Yep. So, well, very, very interesting. Did you know, they drew 1.6 million viewers um, for this past Monday at Raw. um They're probably going you know, to, in my opinion, they probably lose about 350,000 of those <laughs> right on top of the bat right. for next Monday, but we'll have to see what happens.
1: Right. And now that we're done with the first part of the show talking about Monday Night Raw, it's my favorite part of the show. It's Nuggy Hughes. So, Greg, take it away.
0: All right. Well, we're just going to stay on this whole Monday Night Raw talk and, and viewership-wise because after this week, um, the following, let me just double-mend me, I, it's the Monday Night Raw's, not the 31st, that one will be on USA. But Monday Night Raw on the 7th and the 14th will not be on the USA network. They will be on sci-fi, as will NXT both nights. And the first time in the in, in a very, very, very long time, they're not gonna pre they're gonna preempt Monday Night Raw for a quote unquote bigger um viewing opportunity, and that is the winter olympics yep. so um I, I don't i don't know i don't know it's i don't know how many extra viewers they think they're gonna grab i know the the one on monday is gonna be um the men's skating figure skating um And then I know the following week, I think it's curling. Um, The men's figure skating will also be on that Tuesday night instead of NXT. And I forget what it is the following Tuesday um, instead of NXT. So are they going to draw in more than the 1.6 million viewers to watch a taped competition that the results already have been determined because we're nine hours, eight hours behind Japan. So, obviously, at 8 o'clock at night here, they're not doing a men's figure skating live at 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. So, it's probably something that will be on NBC during the day at 10, 11 o'clock and then rebroadcast. So, you know, once again, I don't own NBC Universal. It wasn't my choice. But just to give you a little update on that. All righty. They're talking about, and we've mentioned it before. Not sure if we mentioned it on the show or not. Um, this forbidden door that seems to have been unlocked. I don't know if it's been opened with Mickey James being in the Women's Royal Rumble. There's a belief that they may do something similar to the men's Royal Rumble match. Um, a, few, a few names that have been thrown out. Um, moose um I think he's a current champion in impact. Yep. Um just due to how vocal on Twitter he's been um against Roman Reigns. Not sure how much Roman Reigns has re you know responded to anything that he said, but um then there's also speculation that John Moxley, aka uh formerly known as Dean Ambrose, or maybe even a Chris Jericho. Um So we'll truly have to see if that happens. I know both. Um, Well, I know Dean Ambrose, John Moxley is supposed to be appearing on Dynamite tonight, back after that quote unquote injury that he had. So I don't know um, who it may be. Um, I think the more typically with WWE, the more somebody thinks somebody's going to happen, it happens, but to a great letdown.
2: Right.
0: Like, we'll all be thinking, just, oh, this forbidden door, this forbidden door, and it'll be Grand Medalique making a return. You right. know, right. nobody's <laughs> big.
2: Um, but in my opinion,
0: this is something that. Maybe for the women's, it's okay because of the lack of women that they have due to injuries. And, I mean, now Sasha Banks not in it. You know, Lacey Evans still not back. Bailey might not be medically cleared until February. So you have a lot of names and people that were released, you you know. But as far as the men's go, you, you can't tell me you can't find 30 WWE wrestlers on the roster whether it be, even if you're from nxt that you need to bring somebody from another company
1: in to get a, a loud cheer right when
0: you know nothing's going to happen with it so um i know that seems like nuggies rant rave but what are your opinions on it i
1: i agree i mean i'm going to give you five names and i want you to give me your you're one to ten.
0: When this becomes trivia news.
1: Oh, okay. Um, no, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I mean, there was even speculation where I read somewhere on the Sports Gita app that Cody Rhodes is a free agent. I can't see Sports that.
0: Field.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: he is currently not under contract with AEW. Um,
1: but I think if if there's one guy that's going to come in, you know, from the outside only because Mickey James is there, I would say it might be Moose. Right. right. Uh, John Moxley, I don't um, see it happening.
0: No, no. Um, two quick things. One, uh, what I wish today is our truths birthday. I think he's now um, 73. Um as or I know he's not really 73 um, but he's I think currently he is the oldest competing competitor on the active roster yep. I could be wrong but I think he is um, so just happy birthday wishes go out to him and a congratulations to um, former NXT star Kyle O'Reilly on the birth of his uh, brand new baby girl um, don't know what his wife's name is, don't know who she is, what she does, where she is. Um, but I want to say congratulations to him. Right, absolutely. Um obviously we know the next pay-per-view, which is what, nine days away, ten days away from today, yep. is the Royal Rumble. Um there are six Royal Rumble rules that you may or may not know actually exist. And these are rules that are still listed as rules to the Royal Rumble. So there are six of these that I came across.
1: All righty. One is an entrant, and this
0: is a rule now, whether they follow it or not, once again, this is a listed rule. An entrant cannot be eliminated from the Royal Rumble via outside interference.
1: No, that's that's happened before i i know it has but this is a rule that was originally in place when the royal rumble started
0: this was a rule that due to outside interference you could not be eliminated once again these are rules that are on the books that they may or may not follow anymore right um self-eliminations Don't count in the Royal Rumble, according to the rule book. And and it happened with, um, back in the day, the reason why the rule came in is because Jake the Snake came into the Royal Rumble and he brought his snake with him, which freaked out Andre the Giant, who went over the top rope, you know, he's not going to lean under it, and went down the floor and was not eliminated, technically. Obviously, we've seen that happen now, but that is one of the original rules that's still on the books. Okay. Um one that, that I mean, we haven't really seen, but there's no disqualifications in the Royal Rumble match.
2: Right. If you could bring in a chair and pummel the shit out
0: of somebody and throw them over the top rope. We've never, I, I can't recall ever seeing, you know, weapons or anything like that. I mean, I've seen interference from the outside, but I've never
1: seen, like, kendo sticks, trash can lids in the Royal Rumble. Neither
0: have I. that I've, is the rule.
1: Neither have I. I've seen every Royal Rumble. Um, another
0: rule is officially there can only be one winner of the Royal Rumble. And we've seen on at least two occasions where two superstars have hit the floor at the same time. And both have been declared winners. Yep. Um, one of them, the more recently one, was Batista fucking it up and actually falling out of the ring the same time as Sean Cena came, you know, down. And Vince McMahon running down to the ring and actually blowing out both his quads as he was running down to the ring to restart the match. Yep. Another one is, you know what, back in the day, this is an actual rule superstars didn't have to go over the top rope to be eliminated from the Royal Rumble if they went through the ropes they did get eliminated um don't know and that's how they started with the women's battle royals
2: yeah
0: um the women would go through the ropes so maybe it wasn't until they realized that these were all high flyers and they could take it yeah and the last one that obviously we know, has been defunct but originally elimination from the royal rumble match can occur if only one foot touches the ground back in the day one foot hit the ground didn't matter you were out you couldn't do the kofi kingston hop or the naomi you know oh my butt's on the floor but my feet aren't letting me roll around and get back up yeah that just was not able um to happen right um see. Um I pulled up an article here just and I kind of want to know um your thoughts on these. Um five reasons why Roman Reigns must lose the championship at the Royal Rumble. Number five that they give me is Seth Rollins is the only wrestler and they put in quotes big enough with the fans to beat roman reigns
1: i agree with that okay i definitely agree with that
0: number four roman reigns has no new talent left to face on smackdown
1: (laughs) well despite his injury there is still drew mcintyre but.
0: Yeah, well, I, I wish you well, people can't see us anyway, just me and you, but I, I would use quotes with the injury, right? Um,
1: but yeah, you know, I agree with you. I mean, he's beating everybody.
0: Yep, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is a hotter storyline. So they're basically saying Roman Reigns loses to Seth Rollins and continues his feud with Brock Lesnar.
1: I see that, yep. I can see that. Okay. Only because of the Paul Heyman aspect. I see that continuing.
0: Seth Rollins needs to lose to Seth Rollins, sorry. Roman Reigns needs to lose to Seth Rollins because the crowd is getting bored of him being champion
1: uh i i can see that i mean he just he just broke brock lesnar's record to become the all-time um record holder and the longest universal champion so i i can see that okay even though Rollins won't be new blood because he's been champion before i think he'll get bigger put bigger pops and a bigger push than roman right and the
0: number one they gave um, him losing to Seth Rollins would give him the opportunity to become baby face again. Nah, I like him. I like him this way. I totally agree with you on that. I, I don't think there's any way or reason that they should change Roman to face right. anytime soon. They'll, they'll ruin it if they um, do it. Okay, just a quick little rant that I started getting to before, but I cut myself off. Um, can we please? I, I don't. I, I I just I'm getting very very. I'm getting tired of WWE. I really am, um, and mainly it's because I can't get into anything except for the matches at a pay per view. And the main reason why I can get more excited, oh, sorry, at the premier live event.
2: Yeah. I'll always call them pay-per-views, I don't care. Me too. Um, but at the
0: premier live event, it's because you know what happens? A match starts and we see a match and it ends. Every, pardon my French, every fucking match, that the WWE does now starts with, seems like starts with one person coming in, then going to a commercial, showing a three-minute vignette or promotion or recap of something that happened 17 months ago, and then has a second entry come in, and now because you threw in this extra three to four-minute whatever you needed to do at that time, you then have to take a commercial break in the minute, a three-minute commercial break in the middle of an eight-minute match. What the fuck? How can you get into any storyline with Finn Dallor and Austin Theory um, when halfway through the eight-minute match, you're throwing in a three-minute commercial break? At what? least on NXT, they do the side-by-side, and even AEW, they do picture 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 um, it's, so you can still see the action.
2: Yeah,
0: You're not really missing much. I mean, they don't do it for every match, but they do it for some of the matches. But why do they consistently have to go through so many commercial breaks? I would rather see them do a commercial break in the middle of the um, Miz TV than during the middle of a match.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, it, it frustrates me, and it's difficult to to just get into a match when oh okay well yeah I know they just threw somebody out of the ring and and then the oh can they get back into this statement gets made and then they go to a commercial right I just it's, not it's all, the, it's all, those, it's all I mean baseball, they don't stop in the middle of a, of a baseball inning to throw a commercial you know what they do? They have little advertisement banners all over the place. You know, if WWE needs to make more advertising money, or USA Network needs to make more advertising money. Rather than seeing Monday Night Raw on the fucking screen on the bottom of the ring, have an ad there.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, they do to major like baseball games behind the behind the plate that's ads a different every half inning you know and they have the little advertisements up in this up in the top left you know where it shows the score they have a little ad tag there
2: yeah
0: i just it doesn't make sense where they have to do that right there's all ways to earn advertising dollars
1: yep and, and I that's
0: just, nuggies
1: news all right great job greg and i realized that too just watching it last week i mean i know you've been talking about it before but i never really paid much attention to it that you know, you're getting into the match, and all of a sudden, oh, shit, man. That's a fucking roll-on commercial. Yeah. I mean, who cares?
0: All right. You know. So what, what, were, what were those uh, five names you wanted to give me?
1: Oh, yeah. The five names I wanted to give you were their chances of being in this year's Royal Rumble. Okay. One of them is, now I go from one to ten. Ten being the best, one being the worst. Um, I can't think of his last name. Oh, um, I'll get back to him. Tommaso Ciampa. Eight. Okay. Bron Breaker. One. Okay. Um, a returning Alexa Bliss. Nine or is it or is it too early? Nine. Okay. Um. Why can't I remember the guy's last name? I just saw the last name Pete. Um. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Seven. Okay. And the last one, I'm going to say Gunther. Okay, another question I want to ask you that her name hasn't been bought up in the last couple of shows that we've done, or she hasn't been seen on TV in a while. Jana Baszler. Okay. What I was just about to say, where, where has she been? What's been up with her? And by the way, you were correct. R-Truth is the oldest active competitor in the WWE on his 50th birthday today. okay i mean i think we're going to see oscar. Shane
0: Baines, So hold on shannon is already in the royal rumble okay i thought she was so i just had to double check
1: i think we're going to see oscar.
0: Already listed.
1: i think we're going to see oscar return at the royal yep. rumble um and i'm going to make a prediction that i think she's going to get a high number
0: meaning a high number meaning later in the match than earlier
1: later in the match maybe 24 25 something like that so uh, but i think uh i think this year's royal rumble you know has has the makings to be a a a really good pay-per-view yeah
0: oh yeah yeah
1: yeah and how many matches are there right now officially
0: officially six matches
1: okay we have Lesnar and Roman. We have no we have Lesnar and Lashley. Roman yeah, and
2: Lashley.
1: Roman and Seth Rollins. Yep. Um Becky Lynch and Dewdrop. Yep. The Women's Royal Rumble. The men's Royal Rumble. Yep. And what's the other one?
0: The biggest match of the night, the mixed tag team.
1: Oh, the mixed tag team, that's right. Edge and uh is Edge.
0: Beth Phoenix.
1: Beth Phoenix against Ms. and Maurice. Yep. Yeah? Yep. And you know, I just have this inside feeling that I would not be surprised if the WWE went ahead with a victory for Ms. and Maurice. It wouldn't surprise me.
0: It would. It would surprise me.
1: Because <clears throat> we know Sasha's not going to be there. We know Bailey's not going to be there.
0: Well, I wouldn't say we know Bailey's not going to be there. Um, we you know gonna Sasha's not going to be there. I mean, right now, um, we know 100% Sasha's not going to be there. She is out for six to eight weeks with a legitimate foot injury. Right. Not like last summer where nobody knew why she was out. It was really because she was off filming um, the Mandalorian series it's on Disney+. Yep. Um, a Star Wars-related type show. Um, But no, she is legitimately injured. Um, There's still, you know, if you followed Bailey on social media, um, you'd have a little bit more inkling to saying, well, yeah, there is a possibility. I'm not going to say it's a, maybe it's a 10% possibility, but that's why I would disagree with saying we know she's not going to be in it because she could be healthy enough to be number 30. And then somehow somebody in there, like a um, maybe a potential winner, eliminates her shortly. Because right. once again, you could hide, quote-unquote hide, in the Royal Rumble match. Yep. We've seen wrestlers, though you have seen wrestlers lay on the ground under the turnbuckle in the corner for a half an hour, and then all of a sudden be one of the final four.
1: Yep. One other guy I forgot to mention to you that we talked about off the air, his number comes up, and he's sitting at the announcer's table. Oh, that's my number, Corey Graves. Yep. I know he was in that's, that's, that's,
0: If we... <coughs> I don't know. Well, no, because, yeah, it's, it's the United States. So, typically, they have all five announcers. Yeah. Um, but when it's usually a combined match with Raw and SmackDown, isn't it typically, I want to say, did we even have, I can't remember last time we had matches like that, though. Survivor Series
1: wasn't it a Clash of Champions?
0: When the hell was Clash of Champions? Last year. Was that after the Survivor Series? Yeah.
1: They had SmackDown versus Raw. Champions, champion. There were no titles on the line.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't after Survivor Series. That was before oh, Survivor before Series.
1: Oh, before Survivor Series, right.
0: Way before.
1: Well, when they have Raw and SmackDown competing against each other, they usually have both announcers.
0: Right. Well, yeah, it's a mixture. So I was thinking the mixture that I remember them. I don't remember Corey Graves and Pat McAfee being at the table together, is what I was trying to say. I think it was Michael Cole, Byron Saxton, and... And or Corey Graves, right? And Pat Matve, I just couldn't remember the way they did it. Um. So the way I look at it is Corey Graves pulling one of those where he's at the announcers table, and then his num you know the number goes off, and then he's called into the ring. Yep. Yeah. I I don't I don't know is is that going to be better? This is what it was all leading up to. Is that going to be better doing it that way or having the threesome at the table being Michael Cole, Byron Saxon, and Pat McAfee for the men's and then have Corey Graves' number come up? What do you think would be a better reaction from the crowd? I if he think- entered from backstage or if he entered from...
1: I think if he entered from from his announcer's table, it would be a big shock factor. It'd be like number 17, and where's number 17? How come he's not coming out from the back? All of a sudden, you see Corey
0: Graves stand up and, oh, that's my number. I, I don't even know how many people out there would remember what his entrance music sounded like.
1: I've never seen him wrestle.
0: I well, know. he did back in, you know, back in NXT. I know, oh, in I
1: know he was in NXT, but I never saw him wrestle on NXT.
0: Well, no, right, but that's what I'm saying. That, that's how long it's been. Yep. I mean, I want to say he's been inactive for close to seven years. Right. Um. So what I'm saying is if they do the quote-unquote Raw team for the women's and they do the SmackDown announced team for the men's, then – Ah, I'm not as 100% certain that we'd see Corey Graves. But if it's a combined booth for the men's match, yeah. where Byron Saxton, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves, then I would say it's a 90% chance that Corey Graves goes in from there because then it's Michael Cole and Byron Saxton to talk about it for
1: the rest of the match. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. So. January 29th VAPW returns with two years retribution and uh, I don't know if we should let the cat out of the bag as to who's gonna make an appearance at the show been quite a long time since these two people have been to a PAPW show together, um, I know that they're looking forward to seeing one of the guys a whole hell of a lot as opposed to the other ones. And for you people that are listening, you'll check it out now for the people who are not listening, which you should be. But if, If you're there at PAPW's New Year's Retribution and you didn't get this message tonight, Mr. Trivia and the Nugster Greg will see you at New Year's Retribution. It's going to be probably the best PAPW I'm going to be looking forward to seeing because I'm there with my best friend and my co-host. And I'm definitely, and I know, sure, as my mother would say, her favorite saying, sure as Christ made green apples. There's going to be a whole bunch of people on that roster that are looking forward to seeing you. And.
0: Was that the big surprise that you were talking about? Yeah. That, that we're you were be- mentioning when you were on Facebook Live before I joined?
1: That we were going to be there, yeah. Oh,
0: okay, I don't know if there was something else that. No. that-
1: and I know one of Greg's favorites is going to be on the card. Wrestling, Matias.
0: Don't Um, say it that way. You make it seem like I hate the guy. (laughs) I just, he, to me, uh, I'm trying to think of a wrestler um, that I know is
1: good. I just don't get it, you know, and, and, I mean. You don't get how he's champion or? What was that? You don't get it as as to how he's still champion? Well,
0: not only that, but I don't. He's, to me, what really used to be to you. Oh, okay. What I mean, I, I mean, like, when he first started, I was like, okay, all right, he can wrestle. Oh, okay. You know, I just didn't get it. And, and it's not like I ever hated him. Not like I don't think he's good in the ring. I just didn't get about him what everybody else thought was great when I just thought good. That That's, that's – I don't dislike the guy. I don't want anybody to think that that may be listening and, you know, because, you know, God forbid he ever says, no, I'm not going to Nashville. That fucking Nuts was a prick. <laughs> you know, it, it's not. It's not. But yeah. well, that's what I'm saying. I just, you know, and, and the, the few times that I've seen him since then that I've seen him, um, whether they were on Facebook Live or on Twitch or whatever it was, um, I, I, I can see more as to why he is so liked um and you know is he my favorite that i see there no i think there's others that i enjoy seeing more but when he wrestles is like oh fuck this guy again no not even anywhere near that
1: right and uh he will be defending the papw championship against showtime Marcel williams yes which is going to be a really tremendous match although when i did see it on youtube the other night Matthias did mention the name Richard Holliday, so I don't know if they might throw a surprise in there and make it a triple threat match. Not sure. Um, I believe The Haven will be there defending their tag team titles. Um, Lou Jacobs, formerly known as Maximoroso, will be in action as well. So, it's going to be a great night. Looking forward to seeing all the guys from PAPW again. Yes, yeah, and, Um So, if anybody's out there, you know, you can go to PAPW, I believe it is, PAPW.com for tickets. Pro, no, um, Paradise Alley Wrestling.com, not PAPW. ParadiseAlleyWrestling.com for your tickets. We've already got ours, so come on down. Check it out, say hi to the top rope report, we're definitely going to be there. Um, I'm excited not only to see the PAPW, but like I said, I'm excited to be there with Greg. Um, it's been a long road. I'm glad that he's getting back, that we're going to be getting back into, you know, seeing PAPW again, which is going to be awesome. So, we'll, uh, we'll like I said, you know, we're going to see everybody on the 29th, which is going to be awesome. But um, what do you think, uh, what was I just going to say? Okay, let's bring up one thing I want to talk to you about, whether we talk about it for five minutes or whether we talk about it for 35 minutes. What do you think of the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia?
0: It's a first. Well, well, yeah. They've never had an elimination chamber match in um, anywhere else but the United States. Right. Um, I, I just, I'm just curious as to is this. I don't know, and there's nothing even showing online as to whether the pay-per-view is actually, quote-unquote, the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, or if the next pay-per-view that's February, is it, February 19th, 2022, um, and it's just going to be an Elimination Chamber match at a pay-per-view in the Jeddah superdome in Jeddah, saudi
2: arabia right that's the only
0: thing um and to me it doesn't matter where it's held i don't care where a show is held i just if they're doing elimination chamber i don't want the Elimination chamber match to be um i don't know for six names hurricane helms Finley, um, Brooklyn Brawler, Goldberg, Hornswoggle, and El Torito. You know, I don't want to just put you know used up, washed up fan favorites in the match because their names are still huge in Saudi Arabia. I want it to be, um, you, you know, big yeah. names that you would see here
1: Steph you know, Allen, big, Kevin you know Drew mcintyre names like that
0: right right and you know so what it's going to cost them an extra half million dollars to ship over the elimination chamber structure but it's more about the maps they put on when they're over there that that always bothered me Yeah. not where they're having it or what type of matches they're having
1: now Let me point this question to you. If they do have an Elimination Chamber match in Saudi Arabia. They will. They
0: are having an Elimination Chamber match.
1: What are the chances of the hometown boy being in the match? Who? Mansoor.
0: That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to have an Elimination Chamber match for a new number one contender, just hypothetically speaking, um, Roman Reigns wins, and Brock Lesnar wins their matches. And just say it's Drew McIntyre that wins the Royal Rumble. You know Drew McIntyre is going to challenge Roman Reigns.
2: Yep. So they do a a six-man Monday
0: Night Raw number one contender match. And you put Mansoor in there just to please the crowd, that's why that's the only negative part of doing something like that. Right. You want to put him on the show, that's fine. You want to put him in a one-on-one match with Mustafa Ali and have him kick the living shit out of Mustafa Ali for requesting his release? Then fine, do that. But don't throw him in a marquee match just because of the name.
1: Right. I, I think it's going to go over well with the crowd. I mean, the crowd has always been very vocal. It's been a good crowd in Saudi Arabia. Um, they seem to enjoy the WWE action over there. So I think it's I think it's gonna be it's gonna go over well with the crowd. So
0: Well yeah, I mean elimination Chamber matches are, are usually very entertaining. Um I mean I will always go back. I mean my first thought in an Elimination Chamber match is still to this day poor Liv morgan getting smashed into the cage yep. and then the plastic and then into the cage and then into the plastic by shana baszler yep um that, that's still the first whenever i think elimination chamber that's the first thing i think of i mean yeah people jumping off the top of the pods i mean they had tag teams in elimination chamber the elimination chamber matches are typically Exciting and, and very, very what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Um, enjoyable, competitive watch, yeah, absolutely. You know, I remember one elimination chamber match where Otis went right through the pod, yeah, in, yeah. One, in one side and out the other, yep. So,
0: now, now quickly back to the uh, the Royal Rumble, okay. Um Question that I'm gonna to pose to you: All right, is how how important to you is it for that number thirty? Now we know there's matches where we've already known who number thirty is gonna be. We know there's matches that we've, already, that we've already that we see who already number one is gonna be. But going into the assumption that Nobody has been deemed number 30 automatically. How, out still 1 to 10, how important it is to you for that number 30 to be
1: holy effing shit? Nine. Nine, okay. I would love to see... Um, I'm just throwing a, a name out there for a, a big name. I would love to see... If he wasn't defending the title, Brock Lesnar, number 30. Roman Reigns, number 30. Even Triple H, number 30. Okay. Just so people can go, holy shit, he's number 30. I didn't expect that.
0: Now, we we know they never announced or haven't in in the past announced all 30 representatives. There's always... X amount of surprises. Yep. Does that, so in my opinion, that number 30, 100% has to be somebody that has not been announced.
1: Right. Or is not on the so, roster.
0: No, I'm not even going to say, oh. well, yeah, obviously if he's not on the roster, he's not announced. Right. But I don't think it needs to be somebody not on the roster. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think it needs to be somebody that's not announced in the match because I don't know about you or other fans out there. I have my little list of people that have been named, and when they come in, I cross them off. So when I get down to twenty-eight, um, hold on one second here. Hey, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Trip, can you hear? Phone call, yes, I can. Um, little nug, this is uh trivia and and the nugster, your father. Um, we're doing a show, and I just I'm sorry if I woke you up or whatever, but I, I wanted you to come on the show for a moment. Um, tomorrow the uh little nugster starts his little adventure, um, and he's actually moving to California. Um, so I wanted you to come on here personally. So that I can, you know, wish you, you know, the best of luck. Um, wanted to tell you as, as your dad, I am so proud of you um taking on this adventure. I, I know what it's like to to leave home um on your own. And and you know, I mean I, I did it when I moved down to Texas, I did it when I moved down to Georgia. Yes, less than here both times I came back. Um but I'm, I'm uh, I'm proud of you
1: and wishing you the biggest amount of luck any one person can wish another person. I just want to tell you I love you. Thank you, Dad. I love you, too. Thank hey, you. man. Trivia here. Hey. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Um, I want to wish you the best of luck as well. Stay safe. Stay away from the ground moving. Um. <laughs> I also just want to say that, it, that I know you're still going to be with us for the prediction shows, but it, it's an honor to have you on our prediction show. It's an honor to have you as part of the Top Rope Report and looking forward to many more prediction shows with you. And I want to wish you the very best of luck in your new adventure. May you find a lot of happiness out there. and don't forget about us. Send us back some good weather. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Trivia. I appreciate
0: it. Um, yeah, hello. I'm proud to be a part of the, the Top Rope Report, and uh, it's really cool. Uh, yeah, it's been really cool. I remember, I think the first time I remember uh, joining the show, we did, there was like a, a year-end award or something, and I think that was my my first time. Yep. Yeah. Um, and just a little FYI um, on the 29th, um, Mike Trivia will be coming down to my apartment because we're going to see a BAPW show. So it looks like we're going to be looking to do the show earlier in the day, um, probably 9 a.m. your time, 12 o'clock our time. Uh, I don't know if that's be a little better for you not doing it later in the day as opposed to earlier in the day. Um, but just okay. to give you a little, just a little, uh, food for thought there to, uh, to think about. Okay, I will, I'll let you know if,
2: if I happen to end up getting a job at some point, I'll let you know as far
0: as, uh, what I'm doing, if I'm available or not. Okay, well, hell, if you get, a, if you get a job and, and, and start in, you know, nine days after getting there, dude, that will be impressive. <laughs> yeah. That will be really impressive. Really. Yeah.
1: Now I've seen typical, you
0: know, interview process takes longer yeah. than that.
1: Greg, how right. how old how old was little Nug when I first met him? Um, 13, 14,
0: 12, 13.
1: And he's like what thirty now?
0: Well, stop it! Just, just about. Stop it! it. <laughs>
1: I got four months year old I just
0: want to say
1: I <laughs> I just, just want to say that you know I've never really had a lot of interaction with little nug we've had our interactions as on the show and everything else but I'm proud to call him a friend um and it's just been a great ride on the top rope report with you and I'm looking forward to many, like I said, many, many more shows and the best of luck to you, my friend.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I hope you weren't sleeping when I text you with the ASAP making you nervous or anything. But I just no. I, I wanted to get you on the show uh before we went off the air. And I knew we were getting close to the time where Chevy either has to pee or smoke or both. Uh <laughs> So I just wanted to wanted to grab your attention, get you on the get you on the phone. Well, thank you. I, you know, I wasn't sleeping, but I was actually about to head to sleep since I have a six AM flight to catch tomorrow morning. Wow. Which means you gotta leave the house at what? Four AM? Yeah, just about between three and three thirty because nope. it's like a half hour away. All right. Oh yeah, you got bags to check and everything, don't you? Yep. Yeah. All right. Joe, well, uh. Give me call tomorrow when you get all settled and you know and, and you know land and all that stuff. I will.
1: All right, kiddo. I love you. All right, love you too. Bye, all right, little nug. Take it easy, Mike. All right. All right. That was nice to hear from little nugster, one of the members of the top rope report. Uh, want to like I said, want to wish him the best in his. Well, he's not future endeavor, but we want to. The well, best. so
0: Florida, his future endeavor is from Florida. Yeah. Um, he's moving up to L.A., folks. Um, those of you that are listening and don't know what the big deal is. I mean, he's never um, – I don't – it might sound pathetic or whatever, but um, he lived with his mom, obviously, and or me growing up. And then in his adulthood, he's done both. He took this mom down to Florida me here in Connecticut. And he's, he's taking that step to, to move on out. Yep. Um so yeah. That's great. Sorry about sorry about that interruption, Trip.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. It was a pleasant surprise. Nice to hear from him. I didn't realize he's leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So as I was saying before I was pleasantly interrupted, I think that last person needs to be a big surprise. Excellent. I want that last person
0: being somebody that we know is gonna be and I don't want it coming down to okay, they have two slots left. And it's either oh, Kobe Kingston and Rey Mysterio haven't gotten their number called yet. You know, I and I don't want it to be oh, number thirty. We don't know who it is. Oh God, it's Hurricane. You know, I want it to be if it's the women's. I want it to be a returning Oscar, um, a, a surprise return of Bailey, Lacey Evans, a new signing of somebody. You know, a, a call up from NXT or Kel Gonzalez. I want it to be somebody that makes me go, "Holy shit!" I would, I would even go with
1: and, this. One. I would even go with this one. Hold on, I'll play his music. Dad, I'll even go with this one.
0: As we wait. Yep. You know, I wouldn't even mind it being somebody. phone sounds, I could I had no idea who that was until the thing happened. Yep. Um but I would even like it to be like when AJ Styles debuted and his music came on and nobody had any clue as to who
1: the hell it was. Right. Even though it's like
0: holy shit. Like just say I mean I know it's not gonna happen and I don't know if it'll ever happen, but just say Vincent McMahon had $2.5 million fall out of his pocket and Tessa Blanche signed with WWE and some weird music that nobody ever heard of came on and then she came out, you know? Or if I mean Bray Wyatt decided to re-sign with WWE, even if it was just for one match. Right. And so you know, the whole arena went dark and then new music of his hit, and then he came out. I want Vince. I am praying to the wrestling gods and Vince McMahon to give me something like that at the Royal Rumble because I'm losing interest. And I guarantee I'm not the only one in the WWE universe that feels this way.
1: Give the fans something to talk about for weeks on end after it's over. Yep. So, all right. Well, hopefully that'll happen. We'll see what's going to happen on uh, the Royal Rumble. So, for, for so for Little Noaster, good luck to you, buddy. For, the, for Oh,
0: wow. He's not even asked if I have anything else to say. He's just going. He <laughs> must have to pee really bad. Uh, all right, Trip.
1: So, on behalf of the Nugster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Shibuya for the Top Rope Report saying thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll catch you on Sunday.